0: Hey, what's up, most excellent guilty movie pleasure fans? Today, we promise you a most totally non, non, non heinous episode because today, Jesse and I are covering Bill and Ted's bogus journey. Whoa.
1: Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interview. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn
0: Talk's guilty movie pleasure. <laughs>
2: You know, I used to I, I used to do a mean uh uh guitar with my teeth. You wanna hear it? Yeah. I even add the distortion, know, distortion. I realize. With re-group. a little old song. Yeah. <laughs> Seven minutes later, yeah. <laughs> It chose November Rain, <laughs> of all things. <laughs> that used to be a party trick back in high school, because I was real lame. Anyways, hey, we're back. We took some time off. Uh, had to regroup. No, not really. We just had Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving and stuff. Yeah. What, do you,
1: what do you want from us? Jeez, get off our backs. Come on.
2: Are you hair? Are you hair? Then get off my back. Ooh. That's from Mean Streets. Is Robert it? De Niro says that right before the craziest bar fight of any 70s are you saying we're about to fight <laughs> about what's to going fight? on right now I say that to Renee all the time whenever she's like getting on my back about something I'm like are you here are you here? And she's like, no. And then I'm like, the, get off my back. Does she never, like, finish it? She <laughs> cause... hates when I do yeah. it. There are several things I do that annoy her, and that's why I do them more. Mowage. Anyways, hey, that was a very typical opening for Guilty Movie Pleasures. Welcome back, everybody. If it's your first time joining us, you're probably super confused. Don't worry. I spend most of my life confused, because I'm your host, Ben Begley, and with me, as always, is... I'm Jesse McIntosh. Yes, he's the voice of reason, the voice of cool, the voice of... Channing Tatum. Yeah,
1: man, this Channing Tatum.
2: <laughs> I was hoping you were just going to go,
1: man, this Channing. Tatum. <laughs> yes, I wanted I want to intro it because we were addressing the people yeah, who yeah, never yeah, who listened to us, just before. to further confuse you. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So we wanted to go back to uh, a
2: guilty movie classic. We've done some. We we you know we've already done. If you were wondering, if you're clamoring for a Rocky episode, uh, Cameron and I, when he was on the show, I believe it was he and I. I don't know. I've gone through. More hosts than Trump's gone through you've cabinet had, members. Yeah, you've had 23 uh, hosts. <laughs> anyway. <a> <laughs> like I slipped in the subtle <laughs> joke, uh, yeah. political joke. Not so subtle. Uh, yeah, we did a Rocky IV episode, so check that out. So if you're sitting here going, why aren't they doing Rocky? Creed Two came out. It's because Rocky Four is the perfect one to do for that, and we already did. But. Bill and Ted's, we did, uh, Josh McCook and I did Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure back in the day, and we also were Bill and Ted for the Schmoedown, which I was going to dig out my Ted costume, and I just didn't have time today, so I failed myself
1: and the audience. I figured, because you didn't run that by me at all, so I would have just been <laughs> just amazing. not in costume. It would have amazing if I show up as Ted, and you're like, cool, dude. All right, um, so I guess we're, we're
2: doing this? I guess, or you're, I guess you're showing me you're up. You're doing it. Okay. <laughs> Good point. Good point. I'm glad I didn't... I thought of it today and then didn't have time. Well,
1: I had... So you were going to bring... Sorry, a Ted costume, you said? Yeah. Well, uh, I have a Bill costume. Do you? But I never wear it. It's... (laughs) It's in the dry cleaning uh-huh. plastic. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. In my closet because it's a it's an exact replica.
2: Yeah. It yeah. was
1: one of his uh, stand ins outfits. Actually, it actually was Alex Winter. They gave the stand ins the same wardrobe that they gave. To yeah. It's <laughs> really really the, yeah. high production. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, attention to detail on that set is incredible. Hey, let's talk about the movie. How about that?
2: Um, so, for me, I remember I I loved Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure so much when I was a kid, and that was back in the days of blockbuster. Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that's what you do. I don't think you pound your chest and point. That's what we do now. I think that's football. I mean. Which, by the way, <laughs> my daughter now watches, like, goes, whenever we're at a restaurant and there's football on the TV because of my uncle, uh-huh. um, she goes, yeah, go feetball. Oh, good. <laughs> she calls it feetball. Good. She's the best.
1: So uh, on the road to a very unhealthy obsession, (laughs) I I will say that you have a fantasy league in kindergarten, hustling kids for money. That's a very, very funny, like, oh, that that might be football, like when you're not referring to rules of football at all, just like something that humans do. And, you are I think I think that's football. I think football does that. Uh, I think that's feetball.
2: Uh, So I loved Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. I actually rented it on. I had my parents rent it for me on VHS so many times from Blockbuster that eventually they were like, you know, we have this previously viewed for ten dollars, right? And I was like, you can buy movies because we've talked about this on the show before. Mm-hmm. Before you could buy things on Voodoo and Amazon and iTunes and blah blah blah, get things instantly. Things would come out on VHS, and only a select amount of movies would be for sale on the same date they came out to buy or to rent. Otherwise, you had to pay like a hundred dollars for a VHS tape, and. You would have to wait six months to a year after it came out to buy it previously viewed, and it had stickers all over it, a be-kind rewind label. It was like the only way to own stuff. And I remember I finally bought it and I wore out that VHS tape. I love that movie so much. I still love Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, I loved too, but I don't remember it as well. All I remembered was playing Games of Death and Robot Bill and Ted. And rewatching it, I was like. This movie's amazing because it's not as good as the first. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure is a classic. This one's just so ridiculous, and it's like they just smoked a ton of pot and just stream of conscious came up with ideas, and none of them were filtered out of the final product. And I'm completely okay with that in a Bill and Ted structure. It's bonkers, though. I... I enjoyed the hell out of it, maybe even more than when I was a kid, because I think it freaked me out when I was a kid. There's a lot of dark stuff in this movie. I mean, they die. Yeah, they full-on get murdered. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know, I thought it was a blast. I had a lot of fun. I thought some of the jokes still really landed, um... One of my favorite moments is when the dad gets
1: possessed by Ted, and and the dad does a really good Keanu it's Reeves impression. It's actually an incredible, it's incredible, Keanu Reeves impression. And the other guy does like uh, the word a D minus <laughs> impression.
2: It's like, and it's so bad because they set up they they set it up with Ted and then Bill is the next one and you're like oh, oh you really should have done your homework dude ooh yeah or like cast
1: somebody who could do that i when when the dad was doing it i was like oh are we going to go on like an extended run oh, of please, him just in this please. guy and then when the other guy did it i was like oh, oh stop now and then and then they like immediately exited <laughs> and i was like oh that's probably why cuz they realized he couldn't do it
2: yeah can you tell me uh, I, I here's the thing the guy who plays death is a character actor who's in a ton of stuff, and he is my favorite thing in this entire movie. He is amazing when he goes on that rant, which we have a sound clip for, but we'll play it later. When he he like gets jealous of of station, yeah, the there, there
1: are a couple of them at the <laughs> so, end. I only pulled one, but there was <laughs> there was one where he wants credit for the robots. There mm-hmm. was which is what we pulled. There was one where he. Um, is jealous that they have a nicer have, butt. have a nicer butt than he does. Which basically, the aliens in this movie are their entire back is just ass cheek. Yeah, two ass cheeks. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> one giant crack up the back, and then and it also like came out and like no one has complimented anyone's rear for the whole movie, so it was just sort of a non sequitur, and like all of a sudden it's important to everybody. Yeah. Um, and then there was one at the very end where he loves show business. It's so um, good, which is great. I love but... the
2: whole scene with them playing all the games, and they're like best five out of seven. Damn right, he's just yeah. so funny. He's... Yeah, I love this movie. I think it's. I don't think it's uh, as good as the first one, but they go for it, and they don't. They don't copy the same beats as the first movie. It's almost a completely different ride because they don't really touch on a lot of history. There's a, that's some things where like. You could argue the first one is educational in moments.
1: Say, are you mad you didn't learn as much?
2: I'm a little mad, yeah. bro, because I'm pretty sure Heaven isn't like that. Sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can't I mean, just sneak in by mugging people.
1: Yeah, that one, That <laughs> if we're going to talk about nitpicks. Man, that, Heaven mm.
2: has a real loose entry system in yeah. back in the 80s. Are
1: they not checking IDs? What's going on? Yeah.
2: Anyways, that's what I thought about it. What Jesse, what's your uh, history with Bill and Ted and, and having seen this movie
1: before or not? I'd never heard of it. Um no, this, that's absolutely not true. I was trying I've to never like, heard really lower the bar on my uh foundation here. Uh no. Because
2: I went on a twenty minute
1: thing like usual. Yeah. Um I've heard of Bill, never heard of Ted. Who is he? Yeah, it's a mystery at all. It's weird that
2: you're such a huge Alex Winter fan, but you've never seen a Keanu Reeves
1: movie. It is very weird. <laughs> It's extremely, it's one of the quirks that people love about me, but I find confusing as to why I they love it. I
2: challenge you to name another Alex Winter movie. Uh
1: Bill and Ted 3? I don't know. I might be happy. Yeah, I think, yeah. yeah. yeah
2: that, that's how this got suggested by one of our viewers. Really? They're like, Bill and Ted 3 is coming out. You, got, you should do Bogus Journey.
1: Um. Yeah, so I've seen Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, and I, like, I think I told you, I remember Bill and Ted, mm-hmm. and I remember the vibe of the movie, but I couldn't tell you a specific thing that happens in the movie. Do you remember,
2: like... Just kind of that was Keanu's uh,
1: – the thing he had to try and shake off forever after that, it No, felt like? No, because the, my first uh, experience with Keanu was The Matrix.
2: Wait, when did you see Bill and Ted's? I, I saw kid? it
1: later. I saw it when I was like 16, 17, 18, something like that. What did you think of it at the time? I liked it. Yeah? Yeah. Because uh-huh. I remember seeing it when I was like seven or eight. Yeah. It probably played better.
2: And just – thinking when napoleon goes on the water park and 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 loves it and shoving kids out of the way to go again it was the funniest thing i'd ever seen I mean, that
1: sounds funny i have no recollection of that <laughs> so but good. it sounds like a great scene Wing,
2: they're all in the shopping mall and genghis khan and sigmund freud and they're all causing havoc it's it's cla- i love classic. it i love it classic so much. history jokes the biggest problem though there's george carlin's barely in this movie, yes, and yes. he's in
1: the first one a lot more sure it's a bummer um but so I, I sort of uh, had an expectation of the vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, Did it live up to that? It experience? lived up. It for sure lived up to it. It was such a goofy movie, and like goofy can sometimes um, be goofy in lieu of being funny. Um, but this was both. Okay. I mean, this was this like hit a lot of re- like really good notes. It maintained as best it could. Um, it. it it had a, a grasp of funny yeah. and not just like, let's do crazy stuff. It was still like, uh, yeah, it, it, what's the, I don't even know what the word I'm looking for. It, it, it had, it had an idea of yeah. uh, how it wanted to be funny and it executed it very well. So you enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, yeah. we got there, the Jesse yeah. stamp
2: of approval. That's right. Oh. Boom, 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 boom,
1: boom, boom, boom. Did you notice how really
2: well shot it is in a lot of sequences like it looked like a terry gilliam film in a lot of sequences there were all these weird angles on people these strange like
1: steady cam zoom ins and stuff and so i did what i did notice particularly immediately like after they died yeah and particularly yeah in those moments there they were like trying stuff yeah it got and really
2: experimental. It was and
1: weird. It was very. It threw me off a little bit at first because I was like, "Oh, is are they trying to like make a movie here? or Are they trying to make <laughs> Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey?" I think they're trying to make a movie. I think they're trying to make a movie, um, and it was it it contrasted a little bit with like what the rest of the movie was uh, given off. But yeah. it, like, I I didn't hate it. I didn't. I think
2: really it like, works given the weird dreamscape sure, of hell yeah. they're in. Yeah. So should we do this plot in under three minutes? Let's do our best. Should we do it as Bill and Ted? Uh, we can. Can certainly you try as Bill and I'll do as Ted? Yeah, bro. All right, bro. Yeah. Okay, sir. So are you ready in the boost, Steve? Uh, yes, sir. Yes, Excellent. we are,
1: guys. Party
2: on. <laughs> Count it down.
1: All right. In three, two, one.
2: Okay, so we start off in the future, and everybody's going to the Bill and Ted Academy, where there's basically all these people in these foam kind of rubber suits and, like, spandex things underneath. Super weird fashion trend in the future. And we find out that Rufus is teaching everybody at the uh, about the Dingling invention or something, and then Dominus comes in, and he's this bad guy, and he looks kind of like a, a poor man's Max von Siddow, and he comes in, and he's like, yo, we're gonna end this Bill and Ted, because they're bogus boneheads, and he gets these evil robots, and he sends them back in time, where we have Bill and Ted, and they're still practicing, and they're terrible at their instruments still they totally d2 the mighty ducks return it and then that what happens then and then uh they show their do the battle of the
0: bands try out and they're like terrible. Oh, they're terrible but the girls are good so you can do it great and so <laughs> then they go to their father's party and they uh propose to their girlfriends or they pr- propose to the babes the babes yeah. yeah they propose to the babes the babes are like all into it or whatever and then the uh the evil robot versions of At the them, circle k they yeah. show up they
2: show up. And then they show up at the Circle K, and they're like, whoa, we should totally listen to Future Ourselves, because last time we met the babes, all right? Yeah, that's what we should do. And then they're getting,
0: especially Ted, me, he's getting some weird vibes. He's like, I don't know, Bill, I don't trust these guys. And they go in a van, they get shut in there, and then they're like, hey, they're being total dickweeds the whole time. They get
2: there, and they say, hey, we're going to kill you. And he's like, who are you guys? And they rip open their face, and they show a skeleton of a robot, like an exoskeleton with, like, looks like it was made at Spencer's Gifts, and then they put it underneath, and then they throw. off a cliff and it's totally bogus and they wake up and they're dead man and then they walk around and they meet death that says, you got to challenge me. And then they melvin him by
0: giving him a wedgie. And then they go off and they try and... They, uh, yeah, they yeah. go to the police station. They're and They're black try and white like know So they go into the police officers and they're like, hey, Bill and Ted were killed. And no one believes it. So they're like, all right, let's go to a seance then. And they go to a seance and they're sent back to hell. That's the
2: best impression and ever. So,
0: and so they go to hell <laughs> and they're like, hey, devil man, what's up? And the devil sends them down all these pathways and they got to like live their own hell or yeah. whatever, right? It's terrifying. And it's then, totally bogus. And then you're like, all right, well, let's challenge death. And so they uh, play games with death. And then they win. Yeah. And they, oh, God, okay, here. They totally win against death. And then death, go, they go to heaven, and they meet God by mugging three dudes to get in. Totally heinous, but God's cool with it. And then God introduces them to Station, which are these two twin robots that have a bodacious backside. Am I right? You're so right. <laughs> yeah. And so then what happens is they go down. Station builds this robot, two
2: robot Bill and Ted's. So then they combine to be a giant Station. Then they go and face off against robot Bill and Ted, Bat even robot Bill and Ted get their heads punched off by good robot Bill and Ted. Then they get punched in the stomach and totally explode. Then Nominus shows up and then they do this game about hey, we're going to do this in the future to do this. And then they totally arrest Nominus and it's great, man. It's totally awesome. And then you do the battle of the bands
0: and it's and it's pr- uh, projected to the entire world and peace and harmony is spread by music. And
2: they have great facial hair. Excellent <laughs> Can we make it a new rule that every single Every single plot in under three minutes is done as Bill and Ted?
1: Yes. How do you think that'll go over, Steve?
2: Uh, you know what? I think it'll go over pretty well.
1: <laughs> you know, oh, you stamp know, of approval from Steve.
2: I th- hey, we got the stamp of approval. All right. We have two stamps
1: a- of approval today. Pretty fun. That was pretty fun. Yeah. yeah.
2: All right, we covered the whole movie. That's it, folks. That's it. Good night. Um, right, let's start off with the outfits in the future. Okay. Because if, if you may not remember from the first one. And if you haven't seen the first one, viewers at home... Uh, and on iTunes and all that good stuff, which I guess would be at home too or in your car. Um, the, the first Bill and Ted, the whole thing is leading up to the fact that Bill and Ted, uh, their music is going to change the world, and it's going to change. The, it's going to promote this philosophy of being excellent to each other. Just these very broad strokes generalizations of like, uh, uh, like pay it forward uh, kind of
1: things. Like, what a terrible society that just being excellent to each other created, like, a brand new society. Do you I know mean, what I mean? We could use that right we now. We sure could. We
2: could use Bill and Ted to make us all be more
1: excellent to each other. Just, you could argue the world would be better right now if we were all just more excellent to each other. So, are you suggesting that someone has gone back in time and stifled You life, Bill and Ted? Yes. That's possible. Yes.
2: You can't prove that it's not happening. I'm not going to try. So there you go. Uh, But I will say that even though the future seems very utopian and excellent, um, the wardrobe leaves much to be desired. It looks like they were going to attempt Stormtrooper or Star Wars-like attire, but didn't have the budget. So instead, they turned a bunch of pool noodles into armor. Yeah. And then wore leotards and turtlenecks underneath a lot of styrofoam. And then all the guns look super plastic,
1: and it's incredible. And I
2: love it though. And they have giant UGG boots. It they looks have like.
1: weird, huge boots. And I <laughs> assumed that we were going to learn that they were on some gravityless planet,
2: For some reason because yeah. they're
1: function—they're functionally just terrible. Like, right.
2: I—I I imagine it's so utopian that nobody has to run away from anything ever. Because how
1: would you run in those? Yeah, sure. They're
2: they're like this big on your foot.
1: Yeah, they're huge. Yeah, and they all had like some weird wrap around their knee. So I was like, "This is this is something," and then it wasn't. And then it just wasn't. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I want to. I want to have a documentary just about the design of the. <laughs> do you think? Do you think that would find an audience if we just found the costume? I would designer watch and, it. I'm curious. And did like a full 90 minute documentary just on that? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, if you're interested, tweet at us and let's find this costume designer. It's easy. It's on IMDb. I just haven't looked it up. Um. So then they go. So Nominus shows up. Like I said, kind of like. Uh, he reminded me of Max von Siddow from uh, Judge Dredd a little bit like this evil old he actually reminds me of a lot of people in our government right now this evil old white guy mm-hmm. just wanting to mess up everybody's fun yeah. and he shows up and he's like bill and ted are buffoons i'm going to send an evil bill and ted robot back in time to ruin the battle of the bands where all this begins so there's kind of like this like x-men like comic booky
1: storyline where they're sure. gonna go destroy them i do wonder if it would have been easier just to like wreak havoc in the present yeah, or... Do you know what uh, I mean?
2: Or make your Bill and Ted evil robots smart but able to play dumb. Yeah. Because the flaw in his entire plan are the evil... Bi- which adds to the humor of the movie. So if you make them super smart, there's not as much comedy. Because it's hysterical to see these dumb robots be dumb as well. And, and, and I, just, I wish at one point the uh, Nominus... Uh, I think his name's Chuck D. ominous, <laughs> And I wish at one point he would have been like... <laughs> I really should have made you smart. That's my bad. You know, like, yeah. some, like some recognition that he totally screwed up the plan. Yeah. Or just, like,
1: make them anyone else. Or, d- yeah. <laughs>
2: Cheers to myself. Cheers.
1: Um, you know, like, they didn't have to be Bill and Ted. It could have just been anyone. No, it had to be evil Bill and Ted. And though. destroyed. I mean, for the sake of the movie. But, like, if, if you're creating a plan to, like, go back in time and destroy something. Yeah. You don't need to replicate the... But that was a whole plan, was to make everybody think that they're awful instead of amazing. But why? Like, they killed them, and so, like, they could have just been gone. (laughs) That's a good point. And then everyone would have been like, oh, the two people that (laughs) no one knew.
2: (laughs) That's a great point. They killed them. Why is there this elaborate plan after they killed them? (laughs) Yeah,
1: plan's over once you kill them. They're dead. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
2: that's a very good point i don't know i like the elaborate nature of it because it feels like a saturday morning cartoon because of that because it's so stupid um it fits the world of this i like i said i swear everybody i think i said this before maybe on the air it's all a blur uh i swear everybody was just smoking pot and just stream of conscious made up a movie yeah and i love it um but yeah the that that logic flaw is there I really wish they would have made a bad robot Rufus because I love George Carlin and I love Rufus and I would have really enjoyed seeing an evil, like letting George Carlin, because he's such this pure positive person in the Bill and Ted universe, it would have been awesome to see him go off the rails and get more towards stand up George Carlin. Yeah, I'm sure George Carlin was... Very busy doing other things at the time, and, and kind of <laughs> this feels like a pity movie for George. Carlin. He didn't
1: clear his schedule for Bill and Ted's he, bogus journey. I think he
2: did the first one. He's like, oh yeah, this will be fun. And then when mm. they came to him with a sequel, he's like, what now? Uh, okay, I'm actually, I'm, I'm good. I'm, actually, I'm all set. <laughs> I was, I was good with the first one. Yeah, you kind of finish it off, but with World Peace. Um, but yeah. So then there's what was I going to say? Um, Rufus's uh, his old teacher is the betrayer, and he, it was his. Gym or shop yeah. class teacher think, or something? I think they
1: said gym teacher. Gym yeah. teacher, yeah, yeah, uh-huh.
2: yeah. Um, the, the Pulling their face off was actually kind of awesome. The practical yeah. effects in this movie, for the most part, are really cool. Like, yeah. they do it in a seamless way and cut around enough For it looks like they're ripping their skin back. And like I said, they have these fun little... It looks like an exoskeleton you would buy... Like, if you went to Spencer's Gifts back in the day, which, if you don't know what that is, they still exist in very few malls. Yeah, Google it. Google it, all Jeez. right. Uh, It looks like a generic ripoff of an exoskeleton, like they're trying to sell for a Terminator costume, but they don't have the rights to. Yeah. And I love that. I actually love the design of it. I think it looks really fun. And when they rip open their chest, first off, they have abs of steel, which I'm sure maybe they did. Maybe they had abs of steel. Who knows? I'm just jealous. But they they rip open their skin
1: and they have abs of steel. They have all
2: these, yeah, real abs of steel that open up with all these fun little, uh, that's what I miss. I miss practical effects like that. Yeah. As sometimes cheesy as they can look, they still look more real to the eye because they are real than CGI. Right. So, And I'm, I love that Station was practical. Station looks
1: so cool. I didn't know Station was practical. What? Station?
2: Station, yeah. yeah. He's a practical creature.
1: I didn't know that. Really? Yeah. See, because he looks so real. He looks so real. You thought he was a real real creature. I thought that was a real <laughs> being. When I was a kid, I
2: thought, I thought Gremlins, I thought uh, Gizmo was... A real, a real <laughs> creature, and I was devastated when I found out Gizmo That's wasn't tough. real. That's I would go to, I would ask my parents to take me to pawn shops. They never would, but because you get it in a pawn shop, and mm-hmm. I was, I would ask them to take me to pawn shops. Whenever we drove by one. And in Akron, Ohio, where I grew up, pawn shops are in really dodgy parts of town.
1: I mean, and in most places. Yeah. They're, in, yeah. they're like, <laughs> they're not great. They're
2: like, I don't think they have gizmo there, honey. Yeah. yeah. And
1: eventually they had to break it to me. I
2: was so mad. Yeah. It's
1: not where you go for treasures. <laughs> so
2: sad. Yeah. It's where you go to sell wedding rings. For yeah. Um, and so then buy them back later. I, I, I. I, I so then they, we go back in, in time to our present day, not the future where Bill and Ted's Excellent University exists, Excellent Academy. Um, Bill and Ted are practicing for the Battle of the Bands, and they are god-awful. Yep. It, it's it's terrible. And like I said in the three-minute thing, they basically, D2, The Mighty Ducks returns us, where, oh, we didn't practice since the last one. And I'm like, you assholes. You didn't learn anything yeah. from the last movie when you saved the, you know, you won the... the The school presentation, I forget why they were giving, the school presentation, you met all these historical figures, you met all these babes, you haven't changed at all, but I'm glad by the end of this movie they change. And they go on a 16-month guitar intensive and grow a ZZ Top beard and a sweet, like, uh, Inigo Montoya
1: mustache. Yeah, and, like, bummer to all those high school students who are. Competing in battle of the bands who had been practicing for over 16 months because they almost certainly were yeah. like no one as a sophomore was like, yeah. let me pick up guitar so that I can compete in battle of the bands. Didn't they say one of the half. brands was Primus? Oh, maybe. I so like say, actual professional. Bands?
2: Primus. And I was like, why is Primus f- facing off against Bill and Ted? I don't know. In the wild Stallions
1: in the San Dimas. <laughs> Travis Battle was of the bands. it in the 80s, man.
2: Yeah, geez. Oh, man, that's worse than like a fair. I like how fair
1: performance. All publicity is good publicity. You're right.
2: You're right. Anyways, we should get into into the first sound clip. Sure. Um, so this is when uh the promoter played by Pam Greer uh is getting on them for not practicing. I
1: mean I mean you, you can't sing. I mean the girls they can play, but
0: you guys
2: girls mature faster than guys. <laughs> It's so good. Is he wrong? Girls mature faster than guys. Oh, this movie's so good. We got to keep going because we spent a lot of time on the the wardrobe. Uh, (laughs) So, so, um, they they uh th- then oh god my brain's not working okay so then they they go to their dad's party like we so, said so and they're
1: they're let in to the battle of the bands yeah. and they're basically like you can a, go last skin when teeth. no one is there because the girls are good yeah um but make sure that you're good by the time you do this in like two weeks yeah 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 yeah
2: and then um they they, <laughs> they go to their dad's party we see missy which is ted's hot stepmom or bill's hot stepmom from the first movie who's now married to Ted's dad and Bill's dad is like uh, like a sad alcoholic in the corner <laughs> yeah eating a Twinkie <laughs> it was, like super weird oh,
1: he's at a house party shit. and he just has like a single serve Twinkie so, he's just, Yeah, so
2: good uh and then um <laughs> And then they 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 propose to the babes, and then Evil Bill and Ted show up. Wait, and but
1: so this is from this is actually from that party when okay. uh like oh, the the, dad, yeah. the dad's friend who's an uh, army general or army yeah, whatever an Alaskan is. yeah uh,
2: boarding school corporal colonel yeah and he's who's like a total creep in this scene
1: yeah yeah like he looks at the babes and he's like hello It's yeah. like oh there's Twinkie Man and it's a weird party weird <laughs> vibe at that party but they're like yeah well if we win we can pay you back what's the party for unclear. <laughs> It's so good. Yeah. And he responds. If win,
0: I can totally pay you back the money I owe you. But what if you don't win? Well, um, I guess um, maybe sell some more blood.
2: <laughs> sell some more blood. <laughs> We've all thought of doing that. I mean, in yeah. college, I almost sold my plasma, but I was too afraid Ooh. of needles. Yeah. And Doesn't I never that hurt. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Uh, so B- Evil Bill and Ted show up, and at first they're, they're at the Circle K, which uh, strange things are afoot at the Circle K. Um, so I love the callback to Circle K from the first movie, because that's where the, the future versions of them and Rufus first show up. Um, <clears throat> they show up, they're, they fool them immediately, and take them off in a van, and when they see photos, I think it's when they see a photo of the babes, yeah. uh, Evil Ted says this.
0: I got a full-on
2: robot chubby. <laughs> Which begs the question, are these robots made anatomically correct? I would yeah. I guess so. I don't know. And are the and apparently are, are they given glands that, like like a a chubby that would work when I don't understand the, the
1: thought process of this robot. I don't know because they clearly have sexual desire. They do.
2: But is that a program, or is it some sort of robot physiological thing? Oh,
1: you're asking bigger questions. <laughs> Are we operating on our own free will right now? Here, <laughs> some
2: There's a dude on the, at the entrance of a freeway that he's yelling at to me. Really? Asking me if I'm thinking my own thoughts or thoughts people tell me to think. Ooh. And I was like... Oh, God.
1: Oh, my God. Now I'm thinking just, what you're asking me to think. So that was mind-blowing when yeah. you just said that. <laughs> Anyways,
2: now I want a 90-minute documentary about how the evil Bill and Ted robot penis works, and if it's their own thoughts. Mm-hmm. We're getting into Westworld territory Yeah, we here. sure are. Is it is it his own thought, or has it been programmed that he has a robot chubby? Does he actually
1: know what one is? is? Is Bill and Ted's brain... <laughs> Been replicated and put into yeah. What?
2: How? Now are these we need a Bill operating? and Ted Three to explain all of this.
1: Oh, I don't even need a plot in Bill and Ted. 3 no, I just, just need an this. explanation. Just
2: this. <laughs> so, so Bill and Evil Bill and Ted drive them off. Tell them they're going to throw, kill them, and then toss them over the edge. And they full-on fall to their death in a very peaceful way. They're just laying there. Usually when people fall to their death, they do the stereotypical like bent knee to show that they've died. Yeah. You know, like knee in an awkward position right, or right. arms. But just on their just backs. backs. Yeah. Just, just like... It's like mm, they fell asleep. Yeah. Mm, just sleeping. Just yeah. sleeping in a very tight blanket. Uh, so then they wake up, and their, their makeup... I think their makeup's done pretty cool. It's like sure. black and white makeup, and all their clothing is black and white, and that's how we know now they're ghosts. And can we play clip number four? We're dead, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Dead. We're dead, dude. Oh, so then we meet death. And instantly, I love this character. The best. The best. And uh, he, he has this weird kind of Eastern European accent kind of thing going on. And he's like... No one, but it gets more. It gets more pronounced as the movie goes on. Yeah, because in the beginning he's more just like ominous and like no one has ever beaten me in the game, which is great. The payoff is great later on.
1: It's so good because
2: they could have gone through. They could have skipped so much if they just challenged death already. Right, (laughs) and
1: it's he like makes it so ambiguous (laughs) when he's there. He's like, you have to challenge me. (laughs) <laughs> and he never says to what. And then they just, just like. Yeah. Why do they call it a Melvin? I guess. Steve, do you know
2: what Melvin means? Why that's a, a wedgie. Uh... I stumped you. I stumped me Ooh. and you. We've stumped everything. You... I, was the Melvin my own thought you... or somebody's thought that was put into my brain? It's like how Ben didn't even ask me. Ben hey, went do you know what over Melvin that. I don't man. see. I I knew you neither knew of us knew. It, yeah. Um, and then so death
0: was like. An underwear
2: brand. Maybe it was. There was. Maybe it was like a jock strap, but it was more like a Manthong. It was been called a Manthong. It was called a Melvin. But they thought Manthong was too weird, and the guy who created it was named Melvin. So that's what it is. But his middle name was Melvin. It was a totally heinous thing. It gave you real diaper rash for an adult. Anyways, so let's play. Uh, this is when they're, they're saying, well, what if we challenge you, Death Dude? And this is what Death has to say, aka the Grim Reaper.
1: What if we win? <laughs> No one has ever won. So
2: I am wrong. His accent is clear. There, it's just more echoey, so you don't get it. It's more echoey, and he's not saying as
1: much. Yeah. So it's it's less. No one has ever won. Yeah, because he's basically like, if you lose, you have to stay here forever. Yeah. And then they say, well, what if we win? Yeah. And there we go. And there Mm -hmm. we go. Uh, And so then they give him a wedgie. They go through all these elaborate ways to try and. Get people to know. They go back to their place, and, and so they give him a wedgie, and then they outrun him for fifty miles. And he, I guess, he's just given up <laughs> because he's not chasing them. <laughs> he ends up back in hell with them. Yeah. So I, they're just like free to roam Earth, I guess. I
2: feel like he knows their event. Like he, maybe he's just like ah, run, do whatever you want. You're already dead. I guess so. You know? Yeah. Sure. I mean, we've seen in countless action movies where the cops give up when a car goes around the corner. Sure. And you're like what? But
1: you did. So right That's probably it. Maybe, right there. Well, and to be fair, Death had never experienced a Melvin before. So he <laughs> <Yeah>, said never.
2: <laughs> who knows how long his it took face him to it was his first Melvin because yeah. he's
1: like, ah! It was also a very funny face he made when he said no one has ever won because he was like stoic. And then he said no one has ever won. And he gave a little like, <laughs> Very like knowing and telling. Yeah. I love it. I love that so much. And
2: this, the Grim Reaper, I just want a spin-off movie of just yeah. the Grim Reaper yeah. going around telling people when they're gonna die um so then uh they go and the first thing is they go back to their apartment and evil bill and ted are being total dickweeds which i'm allowed to say because it's a pg movie and we're not explicit they're being total dickweeds and uh and they're they're trying to like make out with the girls and they're like we're not those kind of babes we're waiting till marriage We're english chased girls and then they smash up the place and they're like well that's not gonna work we gotta stop this they go to their dad's work and we already talked about this in, at length mm-hmm. but where the dad is awesome at a keanu reeves impression and then the other guy drops a ball and then the séance scene and then in the séance scene the missy and her weird group of f- creepy yuppie friends yeah. that that come to the séance weekly even though they establish it's
1: never worked, it never worked. <laughs> just, just,
2: up. It's like a book club where nobody read the books or something, and you're like, we're still gonna have it, you know? It's, like, it's
1: very weird. It's super. And then they come back again later to like watch the Battle of the Bands. <laughs> so... They're
2: a very eclectic group of friends. Yeah, they are. Uh, even though they're all super yuppie and white, mm-hmm. but they're 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 you know their likes and desires are True. eclectic. Sure. So Missy and her friends send them to hell, where they have this crazy sequence. And the first thing they say when they get there, and there's this giant devil dude and all these rocks with chains on it, pulling people to somewhere, to their own personal hell, within these awesome dragon, metal dragons that engulf them. The design's really cool and yeah. weird. Yeah. Uh, can we play clip number six?
0: This is not
2: what I expected this
0: place to look like at all. Yeah, we got totally lied to you by our album covers.
2: Now, the confusing thing about that quote is... I feel like it looks like a rock and roll album cover in there. It does a little bit, yeah. I feel like it looks exactly like what all of them.
1: I wish I would have known what they were referencing. Because I feel like it was something specific. <laughs> Maybe. And yeah. But
2: like the devil looks cool too. He's this giant, huge figure and his practical makeup's really rad. Yeah. And then, oh just punch through the glass. That's what I do. Just relax, man. <laughs> I can't relax. Jeez. Um, it's high tension here on set. <laughs> and then. And then they get shoved in their own personal hells in these hallways where every door you go in is a different version of your personal hell. Yeah. And this is where it gets really Terry Gilliam-ish, like super weird camera angles that I loved and almost wish they'd done a little bit more throughout. Mm-hmm. Um, which they do to an, uh, to a degree, but they ramp it up in here. And like the, we already talked about the, the colonel from Alaskan
1: military Yeah, school. I think we have his... Oh, uh, do we have that? Clip December number seven? number seven,
2: I believe.
0: Get down and give me...
2: Infinity. <laughs> the best is when he's like, I don't think I can do push-ups to infinity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then again, they just outrun him.
1: Yeah, yeah. They just run off. And what I didn't pull was right before that when he was like, uh, when he was doing the drill sergeant thing, and he was yelling like, "Do you understand me?" And he's like, "Yeah," I'm there. and not saying words. <laughs> yes, sir. And he's, but he's not saying words really. And he's like, "What was that?" And he's like, "Yeah."
0: I'm there. Well, then he goes. Yes, sir, sir! Yes, sir, dude!
2: Yes, dude, sir! Yeah. Yes, dude, sir, sir, dude! <laughs> so good. Yeah. So, um, this whole sequence is fantastic and weird. and uh, But before we go on, that Infinity clip reminded me that uh, I got a leaked version of Avengers 4, the script. Mm. And I don't want to spoil anything about spoilers. Uh, I, I, I don't know what character, because they're all new, different character names, because it's very top secret. But in the final battle with Thanos, one of the Marvel heroes looks at him and says, Get down and give me Infinity. Because he wants the Infinity Gauntlet. Of course he does. In case any Marvel nerds like myself are out there, don't worry, I I haven't actually read the script. I have. There's somebody out there that went, No! (laughs) Because that's what I would do. I remember when I thought I read a spoiler for Infinity War, I was so pissed before I went into it, and then it didn't end up happening, and I was so happy.
1: Oh, well... I would have also been pissed that I was, that I like had a set of expectations going into the movie that were not. Oh, I was happy
2: what didn't. Just in case people somehow haven't seen it yet, uh I was told one character died that didn't, and then several others ended up instead. Sure. So, anyways, uh, whatever. They're all coming back. It's fine. So, uh,. There's then what happened then so they're in hell. There's the Easter Bunny, which is Ted's
1: fear. Yeah, the weird like when they're kids thing, and then there's the grandma. The grandma's terrifying. Grandma's terrifying. These like strag- scraggly little like uh, white beard and muster- mustache
2: hair. It looks like like, like like
1: little spittles. Like, give me a yeah. kiss,
2: uh, give Granny a kiss. I'm like, oh god. Yeah. And and his whole family looks like some weird Tim Burton cult. This is where it gets very Terry Gilliam Tim Burton ish. Like, the director was like, no, just whatever, we can do whatever we want, we're in hell. Sure. Um, And then they escape hell by uh, finally being like, we need to just challenge death, and then, boom! (laughs) Yeah. And there's so many deus ex machina moments in this movie, like, that conflict is resolved!
1: Right, but this this conflict dragged on for a while. Which is,
2: this is the part that made, Renee was, like, on Pinterest while I was watching this, Uh and this part she paid attention to and laughed out loud several times. Yeah you sunk my battleship and like the whole twister sequence yeah and it's so good it's what do they play they play battleship twister they play the little electronic football game <laughs> it's so good and then there's what was the last there's one, one more there? the twister was the last one but there's one before that where he goes best five out of seven damn right yeah oh it's so uh, it's such a funny sequence the fourth one i love it he ends up oh in, uh clue clue yeah
1: <laughs> Which, by the way, when you're playing one-on-one <laughs> Clue, you can't guess wrong. Like, there's, that's nearly impossible. Maybe
2: they're playing two, what, three. Uh, I, I don't think yeah, so. It's impossible. Yeah, he's just the worst at every game. Yeah. I think is what we learned. Uh, so then, they escape hell, or, or they escape death, and they're 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 brought back to life, and they wake up, and they. Oh wait, wait, wait! First, first, they comment on death's sportsmanship. Can we play clip number eight? Well,
0: whatever, dude. But you got a lot to
1: learn about sportsmanship. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's so like little league baseball coach. Yeah. It's not even like critical. It's just like it's hey just man like, you got hey, a lot to learn bro. Hey, hey you tried
2: but like listen man. Hey. Next time, you know, it's probably like when I played uh, I played basketball briefly when I was in 7th grade. I averaged 0.5 shots a, 0.5 points
1: a game. Okay. Meaning half a point. A game. For those of you who weren't math majors. It's just a game. <laughs> but yeah, I feel
2: like that's something my dad, like when I get like pissed off at the other players or pissed off that I had to wear a headband because I had really fly I had the hair that you, that I grew out here and shaved underneath. Nice. So it would like flop around. I had to wear this dopey headband and I get pissed at it. And I'm pretty sure my dad at one point was like,
0: Oh, well, whatever, dude, she's got a lot to learn about sportsmanship. I was like,
2: Thanks, Dad. (laughs) You might be
0: right, Dad. Little did you know, my dad's actually Keanu Reeves. Oh, wow. Whoa! Not really. That's bananas.
2: Uh, So they wake up from being dead, and uh, Ted's going, I think a buzzard was pecking at my head. And then Bill pulls out a worm from his ear and says this.
0: Dinner's over, worm
2: dude. (laughs) (laughs) Dinner's over, worm dude
1: how much of his brain had been eaten prior to that uh, did it all heal i think maybe it was just excavation and the, yeah It was just looking just earwax yeah just like getting maybe a home to just curl up in for a little bit yeah also making plenty of assumptions here about what meal that was for the worm yeah. you don't know I, you don't know what time it is you
2: just woke up from death been, it could have been brunch yeah maybe could have been <laughs> it could have been a brunch all champagne brunch his friends there so so then uh so then uh, they, they get the pl- – oh, God, we skipped heaven. Oh, yeah. We skipped heaven. Yeah. So they're like, hey, what do you w- – since we beat you, we need help building good robot usses. How did we skip that? That's a huge section. They go to heaven. They mug three guys. Yes. Uh, they, they dress up as uh, – death looks like a strange Amish, like, I don't know. Yeah, like, uh, like little, 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 little House, on the, prairie. yeah, little house on the Prairie. Yeah, Little House on the Prairie. yeah. They're like, oh, hey, we're here because uh, what's the meaning of life? Uh, B? Didn't they say like be excellent or something? Something like that. They, oh, no, no, they quote. They, they, they quote. Give song they lyrics, quote right? uh, uh, oh God, what? Well, I'm blanking on the song. I have it. They quote. They quote. Say something. Say something while I figure this out. Uh, so they first of all, like every rose has its
1: every rose has its yeah. thorn. They quote that, and then death. Picks a really high pitched voice, like a really weird thing to to ask them as they're going. Like that's why we're here to find out. You yeah, you know what I mean. Like, uh, hello, yeah. you're supposed to tell me. I actually don't know. That's why I'm here.
2: Also, know? shouldn't you be trying to see what my identification is? Right. It seems like Saint Peter is just really slacking on his job,
1: especially because everyone's wearing the same outfit. It yeah. seems like yeah. they're they're not judging them based on the outfit. Really, it's yeah. just like oh. You guys, I I guess, are these people? Um,
2: apparently, when you die and are worthy for heaven, you get these specific outfits in the afterlife. I guess. Again, 90-minute documentary solely on this issue. Sure. Oh, I want it. I want it so bad. So then they go into heaven. And this would have been a perfect place for a callback to have, like, Freud or Genghis Khan. Well, Genghis Khan probably wouldn't be there. Uh, you know, or or one of, or one Abraham Lincoln from mm. the first movie. Have one of the guys that was in the first movie come back and be like, Bill Ted! Party on, dudes! I would have loved that. That's that's what you needed there. Yeah. Even if it wasn't the exact same actor, you could have fooled us. Who cares? But it's still a really funny scene where, of all things people are doing in heaven, is they're sitting around in a circle watching two, eight, two of the most brilliant scientists in the galaxy that are named Station yep playing charades yep and it's fantastic it's I, Benjamin Franklin's there
1: Albert uh, Einstein Albert
2: Einstein and there's a whole bunch of other people um,
1: and then death uh, like record scratches the whole thing by guessing the wrong because
2: <laughs> that's the movie, worst in every game yeah. ever
1: or maybe Death smirks in the beginning
2: because he realizes he scared people out of playing the game, and so no one's ever actually played him. Sure. and that's why no one's ever won. Sure, because they're just afraid of the Grim Reaper. Must be. So now back to Earth. Now we've now that we fixed that plot hole that we that patch in our in our coverage. Yes. We're back to Earth. Uh, they go searching for robot parts, and Death gets a gets like is debating a gardening hoe instead of his sickle, and then he puts it's like it back. Nah, yeah. And then Station gets. Apparently, just at, like, a a makeshift uh, local Home Depot gets enough to build these robots. But before that, the station aliens have to charge each other and form a giant alien meat sack that then shifts into a big station. Yeah. Which, the meat sack is so (laughs) gross looking at first. It's just, like, hair and, like, alien butt and skin. You're just like, ugh. But but what a great butt it is. What a a great alien butt hair skin it is. Yeah. and then they 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 have this awesome montage where station is quickly
1: building these robots out of scraps. Definitely a dustbuster. That's the only a thing dustbuster, that I was yeah. able to discern. Yeah, I also thought it was funny that like no one was like, you know what they like all they did was kidnap us and by tricking us, like we can't just go and overpower these robots. We need other robots to do this <laughs> i think they're stronger than
2: them i right? guess i guess but not too strong because they show up right and immediately they show up and they're like hey you're not you're not us we're us and the crowd's going whoo huh? who, huh? huh? and then the, the good robot the babes are hanging from ropes they're ripping we gotta hurry up yeah and you think this is gonna be this big epic showdown And instead the good robots just walk out full-on mortal Kombat, uppercut the bad robots heads off then punch him in the chest, and they just explode. They Bruce Lee one-inch punch him in the chest, and they blow up. Yeah. And then you think that's it, but then Chuck D. Nominus shows up. Yeah. And they do, I don't know if you remember from the first one, but that's how they break into the police station. They're like, oh, I know, what if we remember after this to go back in time and put a key here for ourselves so that we can get out of the lock? They do that all the time in the first one, and I love that they pretty much parody that in this one, where yeah. they're like, Hey, guess what? Time travel only works for the victors. So we came here, we planted the key for you, Dude, all this stuff, and they it's like 14 different ways. And yeah. I'm like, I don't think that's how time travel But you know what? I love it. It I, I mean it
1: I wish time travel worked. It like checked that. out while I was watching. Hey I Jesse. Was like that makes sense. I'm
2: gonna go back in time so that when I come back here today, there's a million dollars under the table. Time oh. oh, time travel's not real yet. Bro. Obviously, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Nominus is locked up. He's taken away by the dad, and before that, he does this worldwide broadcast about
1: how you know Bill and Ted are idiots. So he's, gonna, he's, he's gonna like gonna shoots the cameras to, to possess I guess that them to then, I guess that changes the broadcast. Yeah,
2: because he has space weapons that are made of plastic. Sure, from the future. Sure, so not space. They're future Earth weapons. But uh, then Bill and Ted get to so, and then Nominus actually. It's kind of like Terminator, where the prophecy always comes true, all right? Because you can't thwart Bill and Ted's excellent future. Nominus actually causes the future by broadcasting live to the entire world this epic, totally bodacious music. Oh, he should have thought about that and then time traveled back and changed it in the future. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He totally messed up his time travel plan. So uh, this is at the end when Death is a little bummed out that he's not getting credit for the robots.
1: Excellent work, dude. What, what about me? <laughs> I made wigs. Okay, Dad. I, I hope to do shopping.
2: All right. I was pushing the cart. I, I was pushing the cart. So this guy, <laughs> the, the, I got to find this actor's name because he's fantastic. He's also in a, a brief cameo as one of the people watching the TV. He's the British dad. It's like, right on, right on. Oh, really? That's him, yeah. Huh. Uh, he plays a lot of bad guys now. Uh, a great character actor Uh, i should do more research before these shows (laughs) anyways but uh i had a totally non 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 heinous time talking about this and i'm really glad we revisited this 80s classic or 90s classic dude we we could go back in time and figure out which decade it was from yeah (laughs) jesse
0: (laughs) until next time where can they find you you can find me on twitter and instagram at too much jesse and for sketch at the prom losers and you can find me at the ben begley on twitter and instagram also, you can
2: find uh, other stuff that I've done, like the Funhouse Massacre, at Funhouse Mass on Twitter. And there's going to be some cool shorts we're going to start premiering soon after they're done with the festival run. I know I've been saying that for months, but they keep getting into festivals, so that's pretty cool. But I promise to air them as soon as I can.
0: Until next week, what is your guilty movie pleasure? From, from the Popcorn Talk, Kevin Undergaro, the, the online broadcast the network for talk movie network.
1: talk, you like and the to thank